Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. episode is brought to you by Miracle Cord. If you are pregnant, if your sister-in-law is pregnant, your sister, your BFF, anyone in your life and they are thinking about cord blood or cord tissue stem cell banking, Miracle Cord is the place to go. Schman and I use them on KJ. Baby KJ's stem cells are stored and God forbid anything happen in the future like a cancer or a blood disease. Those stem cells could save your baby's life. It is well worth the investment. Miracle Cord is a reputable company that has been in business 20 plus years. We did our vetting. I really liked their customer service. I really enjoyed working with them. And so I was like, look, let's do a partnership so I can tell my listeners about you guys. They're an awesome sponsor. They agreed to work with us and I have been loving it. Of course, once you store your stem cells, you really, you know, it's very low maintenance. You pay every year. And then unless there's an issue, they're just great. And they're there for you if you need them. The upfront cost is anywhere from $1,000 to $2,000, depending on what type of services that you are looking for. And then after that, they have some of the lowest annual fees. And if you do a 20-year plan, it's the lowest annual fee. So check them out today. You can go to my link, which is in the description of this podcast episode. So no matter where you're listening to me, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, right there, copy that link, boom, go to Miracle Cord. And then if you have any questions, you can always request a free kit or set up a consultation. 
MiracleCore.com. Jacob from State Farm is our awesome insurance rep. You guys, insurance is so important. That is why I always have an insurance sponsor on this podcast because you need life insurance. Life insurance is literally how my mom supported and lived after my dad passed away when I was 14 years old. Thanks to his life insurance policy, my mom, who had always worked from home and had jobs in the home, was able to survive and even pay for us to go to college. Life insurance is also the greatest way that you can start building family wealth. But don't ask me about it. You can go to his website. It's jacobsf.com. How easy is that? jacobsf.com for State Farm. He does everything, including pet insurance, life insurance, auto, home, the whole work, so he can get the entire gamut. I'm actually getting a quote from him for life insurance for myself. You can call him 571-261-9817, or you can go to jacobsf.com. Give me a mic check. Yo, oh my God, you have a whole baby. I know. I love it. Oh my God. Nugget. He's like a little golden nugget. I'm like, he's so cute. Oh, I'm loving it. He's so adorable. Oh, I love it. I love I'm being obsessed. a mom. It's like my favorite gig. I, I really never wanted kids. I hated kids. And I never, I don't know. Okay, we got to hey. hit record. Um, All right, Alyssa, yeah. hit record. We're recording audio and video. I mean, okay, my girl is back. I love this woman so much. Like, you're my spirit animal of talking shit. There is like- No way! Yeah. You, you know what? You are who I aspire to be because there is no one you won't talk shit on. And it's amazing. It's <laughs> Listen, the key is, let they always start with me first. <laughs> Rarely will you ever catch me. Oh, is that it? Just okay. Dialing like in, boop, boop, boop. Let's talk shit. No, it's like you came to my porch, you came to my door, and my mantra is I'm always home. I will always answer my door. So I, I'm home every day. You want to knock on my door? I'm going to answer my door <laughs> and give you whatever you came to get. That's, that's, that's the rule. If I, you come in peace, I'm going to give you peace. If you come, if you woke up and wanted chaos, Let's do some chaos today. I'm that, living for the me. day on the way out that you just drag Andy Cohen. I mean, I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, there's no one you won't drag. I love it so much. You're, you're really who I aspire I to be. I never have to drag my boss. <laughs> I, I, so I love him. Shout out to Andy. How you doing, Andy Cohen? <laughs> How you doing? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tell me. Okay. Because, you know, season five... I, was so good uh, by far you guys are the best franchise i have to say i'm disappointed i feel like the now they're boring i really do i don't know if they're afraid really? to take risks i not your season i mean season five i thought was yeah. the best but i yeah. i wasn't that impressed with atlanta i don't know i miss nini i, I you know well you know atlanta Atlanta is the the gold standard. First of all, Atlanta walked to the Potomac could run. I will always bow down to Atlanta. Absolutely. But every, though, all the greats, every giant has to take a nap, and they were just having a nap moment. And but even in their nap, I still feel like we got some drama. We got some foolishness. Latoya is crazy. All this stuff with Fallon is crazy. Like you, you, we still got some stuff to talk about. It's I think that the fan base has just comes become so obsessed with like song and dance and Cirque du Soleil and backflips from the ladies every season that when it's when it's ebbing and not exactly flowing, people are like, I hate this. I'm not watching anymore. But your ass gonna be watching though. <laughs> you gonna be watching. So true. Well. 
good that you say that because I do think we're like accustomed to the fights, which is really terrible. But yet, yeah. I I know it's like something. It's yeah. like the franchise was sort of built on that. So you kind of are like, ooh, well. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I was addicted to season five of Real Housewives of Potomac. That fight was I was living for it. Which I know you guys, it's caused terrible trauma, but I was living for it. <laughs> it was a hot mess. No, that's we have buried season five. It's in the can. It's underground. We're uh, done with it. You got to put that in a time capsule. That shit was nuts. Insane. Uh, like I, I would not go back and do that again. Okay, what happened after you did that three-part reunion, which obviously everybody wanted even like a fourth-part reunion because there was so much. And let me ask you this, one thing, and then I know we'll move on to newer newer pastures, but did you have any idea that Monique was really going to bring like a binder, like a well? I mean, because I kind of feel like that's now Bravo legendary history, that binder. Did you know? An empty binder, a trapper keeper that closed. Here we go. A binder that's full of things. Doesn't close. It's like that. Where's Where's my school binder? <laughs> oh, please. This is a substantial binder. Okay. Shout out to Howard. Howard girls are lit. So this, you see how this binder doesn't close? Wait, where is it? Okay, because I see. It's substantial things. There, there are things in here that you can use that can edify you. There, things are highlighted. Do you see this? This is a binder. That was. I don't even know what to call it. That was nothing. And I was bored and I'm still bored. Okay. So we thought as viewers, there was a lot in there, but you're basically saying really when it was all for show, there wasn't that much. I mean, have you heard anything about what's in the binder? I, I, beyond like what, what she pulled out. No. Has anything substantial come out of the binder? No, I think the binder was there for her to to defend herself. Obviously, is what I'm I'm thinking. And it was empty, like the tomb of Jesus after he rose. It was empty. There was nothing in there. Okay, I mean, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. But well, how did what did you do for yourself after you left that season? Because it. I mean, it had to be a lot. Like, obviously, people came for you. I mean, then there was the blogger scandal. I mean, and people, like, dragged you for that. The guy, Kyle, who passed away. I know. I mean, and look, that, I, I, look, I know you as a friend and a person, so I love your spirit. I, I get how people who don't know you were like, oh, my God, how could she say that he was, like, fat and then he dropped dead? Okay, did you take a break? Like, did you and Chris just turn off social media? What'd you do after all that last season? I, you know, I honestly, it's still a blur to me. Like when we left, when we left the reunion, I did feel like there was a huge burden of weight lifted off of me because you have to remember we went year from the time that we shot to the time that we aired to the time that the reunion happened. That was one of the largest gaps I'd like to say that any production company has had with their cast. Like typically you are filming, they're editing and you air and you come back like all within like several months, like less than a year. So for us to have all that time and it was the worst season to have to wait to really unload. Because the reunion is, for those who don't know, reunion is the time to unload. All the things you didn't get to say, you get to respond to things that you saw someone that you thought was your friend say in their confessionals. You get to say, oh my God, that bitch said what? Write it down. 
and go to the reunion and address it. So not being able to address certain things for almost a year, for over a year, was hard. So getting to do that was a huge weight. And I, I, I dumped it all out there. As you all saw, I cried three rivers and I gave you a nice dramatic walk off. Like I did all the things. So when I left, I was like, oh, thank God the weight is lifted off of me. But, you know, there's still having to deal with the constant trolls and the people in your DMs telling you to die and to kill yourself and calling you in words and bitches and all kinds of crazy things. And you uh, threatening me like I will if I see you in the street, I'm going to beat your ass like crazy stuff. I mean, people, someone told Robin that they hope she dies in a fire. Like, people take this show to the extreme in a way that is unhealthy. And I feel like the pandemic exacerbated that. I feel like people being stuck at home, losing loved ones, dealing with sickness, dealing with the unknown, just created this pent-up aggression in certain people. And they just, like release it on the strangers they watch on television. You know what? Do you feel this? You know what I think is a bizarre trend for Housewives and some other reality shows, but really Housewives, is all, is these novice investigators, like going back through your shit, uh, right? I feel like oh my a, God. a lot of people are trying to become famous that way. Or oh, gain yes. a, What do you... Oh. I mean, I mean, digging up stuff. Oh, my God. Digging, you know, try, like... Really? It's, I just, I actually just tweeted about this and I'm sure you, you do your homework. So I'm sure that, you know, I think that it is a sickness. I think it's, it's really sick and sad that people that could really spend their time doing better things are spending their energy. And it takes a lot of time to go back that far and you can't even scroll back that far. Like you can't scroll back. I think past like a year. Right. So, so they to go must... back 10 years, 10 years, you are searching words and phrases to see if certain people are saying certain things or using certain phrases or certain words. And, and then you're trying to destroy their lives. And it's like, why? It, if, if your intentions are pure and you can communicate that to the congregation, I would love to hear it. But nine and a half times out of 10, I firmly believe these people are just angry. They're hurting. They're bored or all of the above. And they just want to stir up chaos. Because why? Like, why else? And then, like, Chrissy Teigen is a great example because she's been going through it as like of late. And, you know, this stuff with Michael Costello and he's. He chooses the day that Chrissy comes out of hiding, she comes out of purgatory to pour her heart out and, you know, explain herself and make her case and apologize again. And then a couple hours later, Michael Costello is like, oh, well, by the way, you made me want to kill myself. And it's like, my dude, like he was sitting on that. Today was the day you wanted to do that. You had plenty of time to come out. If this was really an issue, you had plenty of time to speak on this, but you chose today to do it. No, it's, it's, it's too convenient and it's a pile on. And that's what a lot of people like. They just like to pile on top of celebrities or people that they deem celebrities and just try to ruin their life. And it's just like, why? What, what is the point? So has that got you second guessing yourself or do you and Chris feel just like solid in who you are? Because 
I got to say, like, I, I feel like I'm a person like, oh, I want to be like Oprah. I want to be famous. And then I think, yeah. do I? This seems awful. <laughs> okay. And no one is exempt. That's the thing. You meant Oprah is a good example. Like you would think that, you know, she's, she's above board. She, she does her job. She goes home. She's an icon. Like she's, she, as Wendy says, she is the moment. She's always been the moment. Oprah has always been a, a foundation in all of our lives. But Oprah gets hate. Oprah gets people, you know, want to hate on her and dig up things on her and try to it's like no one is exempt. And it just it it makes you it does make you want to question or second guess what you're doing in a, an entertainment space or, or in a, a space, the space of a public figure. Right. Because are, you're you're giving up your privacy, you're giving up. Um, you're, you're right to just live your life quietly, but you're also kind of like, you're, you're putting your mental space at risk. You're putting your dignity at risk. You're putting so many of these intangible things that like make up who a person is at risk by, you know, giving your life to an audience and people can't just receive you and, and, you know, watch you without, like spewing vitriol and it's just really it it, bec it becomes a dance of trying to figure out like okay how much time am i going to spend on social media today mm. what you know how much time am i going to spend you know out in the public today because who knows who's going to like walk up to me and like mm. say something crazy or try to spit on me or god knows what it's it, it's it is it is like a really it's a dance and it's a really serious Dance. Has that happened? Has anyone confronted you out in public? In knock on wood, I've I've never experienced um, any hate in person. No, people are always really nice. I will see people that like I think recognize me or Chris or if I'm with my mom or my sister, and they'll just kind of look, and then they'll look away, and I'm like, okay, maybe that person hates my guts, but I appreciate them hating my guts and keeping it to their motherfucking self. Yeah, like, stay away. I don't, that's none of my business. It's not my business. You could hate me over there. It's so interesting you say that because this is the first year I've unfollowed a lot of quote unquote gossip people just because I'm just like, oh my God. why are you going back and digging this people's stuff up? And and then like, you know, OK, let's all. Uh, all right. So, for example, Jen Shaw, you know, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, her cousin there yes. started the GoFundMe. I guess it violated <laughs> GoFundMe rules. But I'm like, you know what? If if people are foolish enough to give her money to her defense, why do we care? But there was like a whole campaign from these so-called gossip people on TikTok to have it taken down. I'm like, why the fuck do you care? Don't donate. It's not your money and you're not getting any of the money. Like, it's just, it's, I honestly think, and I, it's the pandemic again, like people have lost sense of true reality, like pinch myself reality. And they pour so much of themselves into what they see in a reality space or just in entertainment as a whole. Yeah. And it's, it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. Like you really do have to make a concerted effort to turn the TV off, to delete Instagram from your phone, Twitter from your phone. If you can't like keep hold of, of a reality space, like of what's true and real. And Jen Shaw doesn't give a dog's rip about you to quote mama d okay <laughs> he does not care about you 
You've heard me scream and yell about Wendy Williams and how she don't give a crap about any of us. She goes to work and does her job. Like, we don't care. Like, if if you want to come and be kind and share, like, I have people that share, like, family stories and, you know, talk about the great things that are happening in their lives. I, I want to hear that. I'm all about that. But, like, why do you need to write me a, a foot-long diatribe about how much you hate me? And as if you so have time to read it. <laughs> as if. As if. As if unbothered um all right let's talk some of the there is some good housewife scandal have you watched by the way the hustler and the housewife about erica girardi and tom girardi did you watch oh, i haven't but my timeline was running amok i think yesterday about it and i'm i don't think i don't think i was going to watch because as Someone who is in a similar position to Erica, I'm, I'm, we're housewife sisters. We are Bravo family. I kind of feel like it's clearly unauthorized. I'm sure she didn't know about it. I'm assuming. So it's like, who knows what they're pulling and what they're picking out and what's true and what's complete fiction and what's a mix of the two. So I was like, oh, if that were me, I would be like, oh God, let me just go to Greece for three months and leave me alone. So no, but I mean, you can tell, like, what, did you watch it? Oh, What's I watch I mean, I love all the tea. Um, well, oh. but see, I love all the tea, but then I know you guys are like real people. And also, hello, yes. it's fucking part of the show. I'm sorry. Like, if you guys were just home on your sofas, no one would watch. Like, obviously, right. we want drama. So, but I mean, I have a life, you know, obviously outside of this. Yeah. You got a whole baby, girl. Yeah. I, yeah. Got, I got a baby. I have a life. So I did watch it. And I thought what was interesting was they talk about the pressure that you all are under to now look good, like to up the ante, to seem like you're rich all the time, to seem like you're beautiful yeah. all the time. Do you yeah. feel that? And they were saying, you know, she kind of got caught up in this, like, I, I guess, especially for Beverly Hills, they have to all show up in Louis Vuitton. They have to. Oh so God. do you feel that like and your own glam? Because when you bring your own glam squad, I'm assuming you pay. Hell yeah, you got to pay. But you pay out of your own pocket. It's not Bravo, yeah. right? Right. No, no, Bravo does not um, pay for when we're shooting. Bravo's not paying for our glam. We're paying for our glam. Um, there are times when we're doing like official Bravo events that there is a budget that Bravo will, will pay our glam. But like for day to day stuff when we're shooting, no. Um, and I can admit that I, for one, love Beverly Hills because they come like in the fashions, not the fashions, honey, but the fashions, the fashions, honey. <laughs> the fashions. They are Bo Bodega and Fendi and Prada and Gucci and Louis and. And Chris is waving. He said hi. Oh, I love Chris. Tell him hello. I'm waiting for that OnlyFans. I'll be the first to subscribe. You know oh! I want I, I want to see that brown dick. We all do. And, they, you know, they dropped the ball on that because you guys were fighting on season five. So I hope we have more sex and drama on season six. There's, yes, there will be. Drama. Hey, ask him, how's it going? I heard you guys, though, are kind of fighting because he's your manager. How's that going? Oh, I guess. <laughs> it's it's. It's going. Well, I'm going to, in his defense, I mean, it's going to be hard to manage you. I, mean, I can't really imagine. I'm, I'm a hot ass mess. I was going to say. I'm a, I'm a lunatic. And I own that I'm crazy. And I have ways about me that probably are hard to deal with. I own that. Definitely. 
Oh, he, now is he, he getting ten percent? I mean, you. I know you guys are married, but he should get a cut. I mean, he's like he has to put up with so much. What's the, <laughs> what's the split? He is compensated well. <laughs> I will say that he reminds me daily when my invoices are backed up. And by invoices, I mean a word that rhymes with shmushmeshmeo. I have to fulfill my piece. Wow. So you only have to pay him in blowjobs? That's amazing. No, it's, and and just, you know, and yes, and and sex. He's laughing. (laughs) Yes. No, and like, um, you know, like I, I'll like buy him dinner and be nice to him, and that's you know I'll clean everything. I'll now buy and him dinner. You know, I'll take him to Chick Fil A after he does uh, yes. cleans up all my messes all day. That's it. Yep. yep, yep. No, he's he is a a great husbander. It's what I call him. Yeah, and he like there. I have other management, and I have other people in my team. I have a publicist, you know, Warren, um, that do oh, I love him. a great job. Shout out to Warren. He's amazing. Um, I love him. But, you know, I'm, I don't trust a lot of people. And I'm also, I've said this before, I'm also like really shy. Like I don't like new people. I don't like, I don't, I don't like being around a lot of people that are in my space because I get like awkward. So, and Chris knows me and he understands me and he wants to be in this position. Like he wants to protect me and make sure that everything is the way it's supposed to be. And so it works because we both want to meet like in the middle of that space. Yeah, you two are a team. I mean, it makes perfect yeah. sense. Why yeah, would you pay someone 10%, 15% when your own husband can do it? That yeah. that makes so much sense. Yeah. I really, you know, have you seen this celebrity boxing trend, you know, with like Logan Paul and Jake yeah. Paul? I really oh wish they would do this with the Housewives men. Like, you know, Chris and like, you know, Michael Darby. You know, I mean, who would win? All right, one quick break for our sponsor. We love the Boston Bid. I work with them all the time as well. Love them. Bands and Brews is going down on the boulevard July 24th, starting at 11 a.m. All-day event. We're talking tons of bands, brews, wine. You need to get your drink tickets ahead of time because the event is free, but the lines will be long, my friend. Go to bolstonva.org slash BBB. Save money on your drink tickets and get them now. There's all kinds of drink bundles from $50, $10, $30. I'll see you July 24th, 11 a.m. Bands and Brews on the Boulevard. It's going down in Boston. bolstonva.org slash BBB. Chris has said, because Chris loves boxing. Like he used to think he wanted to be a boxer. And like, I bought him like all these boxing classes and like a membership to a boxing gym and he used it for like five seconds. But he has a heavy bag and a speed bag in the basement in our gym. And he has often said like, I want to fight. Who's the guy that fought Floyd Mayweather? Logan Paul. He wants, I want to fight that guy. I want to fight him. And I was like, absolutely the fuck not. Like, we're not doing that. Because no, because I need you to have all your brain cells. I need your, I don't need concussed foolishness happening. No, but we did joke about why don't the husbands, the housewives' husbands have like a charity boxing match. And that, Chris would win. Depending, like, if it was any of the New Jersey guys, like, uh, what's Dolores' husband's name? He's like, they too much meat. Oh, no. um, uh, it, oh God, um, 
Yes. Oh, Frank. Right. Well, well I mean, her ex-husband, Frank Catania. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I'd have to, like, see how agile Frank is. But outside of Frank, like, yeah, Chris Chris would win. He would, I like, mean, beat all these people. Chris could beat up PK. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, PK, like, PK doesn't have a shot. You know, like, like, PK doesn't have a chance. You know what I mean? Like, that, that would be epic, you know? Yes. I mean, I, like, I don't know what, like, who can we get? To, we would need to get, like, a sponsor and, like, do and it can like buy tickets and they can all go to charity like it can go to any we can all decide what charity it's going to go to and do a charity like i would be okay with that like, i would not I even chris cannot do i don't want him to be like a professional boxer because it's dangerous but to do a charity boxing match with you know bravo family that would be hilarious even like i don't think i'd even want to fight joe gorga you know what i mean like even no. joe gorga he seems like crazy yeah. and and fit and yeah. it'd be too much no yeah well you guys make a ton of money that that's why they do these fights they make millions yeah. of dollars just going into the ring oh yeah uh, we we be here for that 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 damn darby <laughs> i i want to buy hey, what's going on with you guys? Mm-hmm. i still see all the headlines you guys are fighting and i i saw where you feel like ashley gets less hate because she's light-skinned um versus you you're darker so what do you i mean did you get a lot of backlash for that or were people you saw it like people and i it was literally i someone commented and added me and said uh ashley has done you know x y and z and compared to candace and ashley's transgressions or indiscretions have been far more egregious and crazy over the years than candace's and but somehow candace gets all this hey i wonder why is what she the person said and i was like yeah because she's light-skinned i said it i said it and it's a conversation that has been had in the black community for for centuries um especially like post jim crow era um during the civil rights era it was a constant conversation if there's you know the brown paper bag test was a big thing where if you weren't lighter you had to be as light as you couldn't be as dark you couldn't be darker than excuse me a brown paper bag um to get accepted into certain organizations certain silos of society and that colorist mentality still runs rampant albeit in a more covert way in today's society and i i don't i can't apologize for knowing that there is a difference in the way that people respond to not just me it wasn't just about me but to all of my darker hued counterparts in and around the bravo sphere and even outside of Bravo, in entertainment as a whole, generally speaking, there is a, a greater expectation and a, 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 a kind of aggression um, that is attached to darker skinned women. And I, I think that the reason that it became such a huge topic so quickly because I didn't expect it to take off like that is because there are a lot of people on both sides who believe one way or the other there. I mean, I got people in my DMS and like, you know, messaging me, there's no such thing as colorism. We just hate you. And then there are people in my DMS that are like, I absolutely have experienced being treated differently because I'm brown or I'm dark skinned. It's, I think that Wendy has experienced it. I think that for sure I have experienced it. 
And I think that across entertainment, it's something that we deal with. Yeah. And not even just black women. Well, like there, there's there are conversations in in India, in the, the country of India, where there are like clear lines of demarcation between the way that people treat darker Indian people than they treat lighter Indian people. Well, and sadly, it's why there continues to be such a big market for skin lightening, which you oh know, in the Indian community and the black community, you know, continue. Yeah. It's sad. It's the Asian it's community. Terrible. Yes. Yeah. That's- yeah. Every there's this obsession with the with whiteness. Yeah. There's an obsession that is is ingrained in all of us. And recognizing it is really the first step to embracing and being proud of your heritage and your ethnicity and what you bring to society. And then like letting letting it go, throwing it away because my black ass is not any better or worse than your white ass. Absolutely. If you're trashed, you're trashed regardless of yeah. how dark or light. Or your back. Yeah, exactly. Or background, right? Because there's people that are trashy yeah. in every race, you know? Um, well, that, well, I was going to ask you, have you, got, have you and Ashley made any headway in this season? But I'm assuming are things still kind of tense? It's a roller coaster. <laughs> You, there, there, is a, there is a roller coaster of yeah because i'm sure she's not gonna like that comment i mean that emotions no i i well i don't communicate with her on a regular basis to know what her thoughts are um i mean is it rude that i don't care like i said what i said i mean i i don't I don't apologize for what I said. Well, I think um, it, it's obvious at this point, obviously you two are not friends, you know, and, and haven't been for a couple of years. You know, you obviously have to shoot together and it seems like yeah. that's just, that's just where it's at. You know, you're, yeah. she, you're just not yeah, really we, friends. We are, we do go to a very interesting place this season. Really? It's very weird. It's weird. It got weird. Okay. Like yeah. weird, like weird how, like what, like, what are you two hooking up like, or is it like like what i mean what's going on <laughs> like, <is it> like, <laughs> no. although if she, that's she's we that she's not above that um no no just weird in the sense that i you think that you know someone and then they show you yet another side of themselves and then for me just trying to figure out like what do i do with this is this do you know? Do I take this at face value? Do I say, "Girl, bye"? Like, what do I do with what you're showing me in this moment? And then it's like you go back to being just a canker sore in the side of my mouth, and then it just there's a it's an ebbing and flowing. Really? It's yeah. very strange. And I, you know, she was in a an interesting place. Uh, she was in mom bliss. She just had um, her she, little she guy. Gives birth. Yeah. pretty early in in the season when we were filming um so she was she was in a she was in a weird place like and i i have always said to her and to anybody who would listen that that's the one thing that i have respected about her is her desire to be a mom and um so i can i i 
think I tried to give her some grace a little bit because I know that it was it was hard to be a mom to a toddler and a brand new baby and they have like a dog and then you got a whole husband and he be doing whatever he be doing. So like there's a lot of going on there. So I I think I may have like tried to give some grace, but you know, maybe you didn't you didn't see it. Well, I tried. <laughs> didn't see well yet to unfold I guess in season six now it seems like Michael is going to get a break this season and it seems like Eddie Wendy's Eddie is you know I mean what do you think I mean the word on the street is he's having a kid or he fathered a child with somebody else and big cheating rumors are they gonna I call him the nozempic Ben on ozempic doctor I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Okay. That scene, that moment in the trailer in the super tease where she's like, what you're not going to do is play with my husband's name. I was sitting over here and I was ner- I was scared. I was like, what is happening? Because like the way that all that happened really fast, like we were doing one thing, one thing was going on and then like. It felt like five minutes later, an explosion happened. And Wendy is like, like spraying (laughs) half of the girls with like, like ready to scrap with her words. And it was like, nobody knows what happened. Nobody knows like how we got there. Okay. So this is going to play out this season. Oh, it's like, yes, it, it, it takes up a significant part of the season. And then like, there's this like, it just, again, it got very weird in a way because it just seemed like people were grasping at anything to like make the rumors 
legit legitimized. Like they were pulling like at anything, like as far as like I know Wendy he liked a post from some woman. Parent. Yeah, like and all of that stuff too. It was just and I was I was I don't keep up. Like I can't, when it's too many like pieces and too much drama. Like I just sit back and say, you know, pa- pass me the potatoes and a drink. I'm just gonna sit here. Call me when you're done, because it got really intense. But I also obviously felt like I had to defend my friend because Wendy, the Osefos as a whole, just did not deserve any of that. Mm. And for the record, I the the rumors, if you ask me, are not true. I have never believed. For the moment I heard them, I was like, "This is ridiculous," because you like. If you know Eddie, Eddie is like the kindest, most gentle, most loving, doting husband. He he is obsessed with his wife. He's obsessed with his kids. And I just like, Eddie don't want no white girl in his law firm. He got all that chocolate at home. <laughs> or what? I, look, I, people are grasping grasping at old pictures he took with somebody and then an old uh, Instagram picture he liked. I'm just like, this is what I'm telling you. Who the fuck has the time? Who has the time to do all this shit? People who are bored and mad. (sighs) They ain't got nothing to do. They need to go moisturize. Okay. You're obviously friends with Giselle. Tell me about Jamal. Are we, are they still together? Are we going to see more unfold? It seems like things are rocky there too. I honestly, I can honestly tell you, I have no fucking idea. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, Giselle is very, she's, she does not open up very easily. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah. And like, even when she thinks that she's opening up, it's still like, okay, that was it. That's, that wasn't really opening up. (laughs) That was the whole thing. Yes, she thinks that she's opened up and it's she really hasn't. But, you know, it's baby steps. I have no idea what Pastor Jamal Bryant is doing except preaching in the pulpit in Atlanta, Georgia. I, I don't know. Like she there was like ba- like I remember we were talking at the beginning of the season and she just like casually gives me the I mean it's it's out now that they broke up. And yeah. She's like, just like, yeah, you know, we're taking a break. And it's like, what? It it was, was, but it was, she, I mean, she seemed at peace with it because she was like, yeah, this is what we're doing. I got to imagine. I mean, okay, as this, I feel like as you guys are getting heightened scrutiny, is anyone's business suffering? Like, I mean, I've got to think as a preacher it's not great that they come out and even her, you know, Giselle's father is like, oh, he's got seven kids with five different women and all this. So I've got to imagine, who do you think is being hurt the most, like in your own cast, like it's hurting their business. And I wonder about Michael Darby with doing construction deals and stuff. Yeah. Well, Ashley has said before that Michael has either lost deals or almost lost deals because of the allegations against him that took place on the show. Um, But I think, I feel like for the most part, and this just goes back to what we were saying earlier, is that people just love mess. Yeah. People just, like, people want to buy the dental floss that I sold after I flossed my teeth. Like, 
people, they don't care. Like my mom, my mom is in the mental health field and she was like, oh my God, this is bad for my business. Candace is making me look bad. It was all my fault. But my mom, people are like beating down her door to come and and get therapy from my mom and from her practice. Really? It's like, really? yes. And Robin is like a millionaire. She sold like 700,000 hats. She's like, Karen is selling LaDom everywhere. Um, I'm sell- Bundles are flying out the door. Prima Hair Collection is like doing the things. So, I mean, I don't know what's happening. Ashley has the, what, the, 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 the T-shirts, the gyms, T-shirts. I don't know what those are doing. But I know for a fact that Cream Hair Collection embellished my mom's practice, LaDom. What about Giselle's skincare line? Because I thought that was not, at least in the reunion, it made it sound like it wasn't yeah. manufacturing. I actually, I don't, I have no idea. Like, I mean, I know that Karen had said that the website was down. And then Giselle said that because of COVID, they had to shut down production, which is a believable thing. I mean, we moved into this house and I'm just now getting things I ordered in October because of fucking COVID. Like it's stuff is like taking longer to get manufactured. So I can believe that, you know, um, what is it that Giselle's? What is makeup the, the makeup line, the skincare line, all yeah. that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that, that it was re- slowed because of COVID. Okay. But I don't know if she's back up. That's pretty cool. So you think that that some of the women are becoming millionaires from the show? Like you think Robin's Robin, on her? You think Robin's a millionaire? Robin is a millionaire. Like Good for her. Like I remember when she did the. I don't know, like when it picked up, but I think maybe it was after we did the episode where we did the photo shoot in her ass. I think she just got like 50 million thousand trillion jillion orders. I love it was it. so it was so many orders that she had to like bring in friends to help her. She had to like borrow her friend's office because she was fulfilling all the orders from home because it was like a manageable business. And then it blew up so much she had to borrow her friend's office and then she took a picture and this huge office got like hallways and rooms is just stacked floor to ceiling with boxes of embellished hats and i and i mean the hats wow. are amazing i have two of the hats they're awesome this is a, a an embellished endorsement by robin's hats because they're bomb and she, the bitch is a millionaire yes she has made bank Wow. Okay. Well, that's great to see. I love to see. And this is my point of no one's ever canceled. I swear to God. It's like what people say online and then like your mom's business is thriving. You know, it's like people are so full of shit. Like people are beating. She's, she's like had to like slow down clients because hire more doctors to help like see everyone. Oh my lord! I should become a licensed therapist at this point. I'll work for her remotely. I mean, oh my god! Yes. You know, I mean, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, yeah, we got to do like lightning round. So obviously they've teased, you know, the breakup of Jamal and Giselle in in the trailer that's been released. Eddie's alleged cheating rumors. What else is going to be a shocking um, little nugget that'll be revealed? Um, I think you all will be really shocked or at least like entertained to find out what happened behind the salad toss. Oh, okay. All right. You see our, our new girlfriend Mia um, joined us this season and there was a salad. There was a food fight. There was a salad. 
And it, there's a whole journey over the river and through the woods to, that gets us to the culmination of salad tossing and throwing. So I'm, and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a long journey. Like it kind of like goes from like the beginning. Oh, there it is. Come on, come on team. Be on it. There's a, a whole like journey to get that gets us to this moment. Okay. And it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be entertaining and interesting to see how it gets there. And I think you're also going to be just generally surprised by Mia. Um, I know that we all were like, she, I mean, she's stunning. She's gorgeous. Um, and she's, she's very, she's very complicated. Oh, okay. Like stuff going on and and you kind of see some of it in in the super tease where she talks about um she was taken from her parents at a young age um she there's a child that thing right there that thing she got a lot going on she's a survivor yeah yeah she She is she is and she does not look like what she has been through that i I love a story Mm -hmm. like that because it's it's just endearing to the audience because people can relate to the hardship Oh yeah, no, you're gonna you're gonna hate her, then love her, then hate her, then love her. Ooh, all right. Let's talk about you really quick. So you have a new album coming out. Did Chucky Thompson produce this album? No. So um, this was produced by a, a a group of incredible producers. Okay. Um, Davy Boy, um, Chris and T produced on this project. Vocal production by Anisha Burchett. And these are all producers um, that have worked with Beyonce, with um, Rihanna, with Mariah Carey, with with like artists that we know. Okay. And and they have seen something in me and my 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 voice that they wanted to work with me. Hazel, who one of my producers whom I love, um, my co-writer, Nye, Nairi Davidson, um, is incredible. Like my team is amazing. We're small but mighty. I love a small but mighty team. Yep. And we, yeah, we cranked out um I think 10, 10, 11 songs, I think, when it's all said and done. And my the album is a, it's a full project. And if you look at, if you like remember um, R&B albums from like the early 90s, oh, it was a, love it. albums back then were like full and complete well-rounded projects. And they had like stories and they had themes. And it was always very popular um, with R&B albums that the last song on the album was a gospel song. So I wanted to do a true like return to real R&B music. And that was my inspiration was like all of the Brandy, Tony Braxton, SWV. Yeah, I was going to say all those guys. Yeah, they all had those. Monica, like Mariah Carey. I grew up on that music and that's what I wanted my project to feel. I wanted to feel like a true return to what R&B used to be. And it's not, you know, no shade to, you know, the new stuff today. Cause I love SZA. I love her. 
I love um, Snow Allegra. I love, you know, I love those women too. And th those artists as well. But like, there's just something nostalgic and beautiful and foundational about like old school R&B. What song, do you think you have a, a, a song that's like a housewives hit, like Don't Be Tardy or, um, you know, Feeling Giovanni? Like, do you have a yeah. housewives hit, do you think? Oh my God, yes. Um, there are probably at least three songs that could potentially become like the tardy for the party of, of the world. Um, I'm, I haven't released the track list yet, so I won't name, I don't want to name any of the songs yet, but the first song, ha, um, and you're going to get a kick out of the first song because I have, there's a bunch, there are a bunch of interludes between each song that kind of, explain my journey, explain what I've been through, talk about where I've been, where I'm going. And the first interlude that leads into the first song, I definitely think has the potential to be um, a house, a housewife's hit. Is it called Drag Me, Monique? And then it goes, D -d 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 Drag Me, Monique. D -d 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 Drag Me, Monique. Like, is it like that? <laughs> I, I would never give a lowly roach that much attention. Oh, no, all right. I, I would have. I was going to say, God, you could have saved all that money and hired me as your writer. You know, I uh, mean, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we, I, I worked with some true greats in the industry who take their craft very seriously. This is not a one off. And it's like, this is not a slight to any of the housewives who've, you know, done one or two songs. But I'm really proud that this is a full, complete body of work. And I want this to serve as my introduction to the world as an artist who also happens to be a housewife. This is like Candy Burris. This is like, you know, I mean, Candy's a legit producer, singer, songwriter, worked with the great. Yeah. This is like Candy shit, not, you know, yeah. Luann up there in Giovanni. Feeling Giovanni. Yeah. Yes. I mean, no, no, We're you know, shade like to her. No shade. But we are feeling like some real music here. All right. We can't wait. Album is coming out soon. What is there anything else you guys are working on? Anything else you can reveal? I, I just am so excited. Oh and God. July 11th, by the way, is the premiere of July season 11th, six. I feel like, was this always the schedule, by the way? Or did they rush it because season five was so good? Um, I don't know, actually. I think that for sure... Um, they wanted to get us back filming after season five. Okay. And our schedule completely changed. We typically are filming in the fall and we filmed in the winter going into the spring. Um, so that was different. Um, but I mean, they, and they're turning the show around rather quickly because we just wrapped in May. Yeah, I know. It's so soon. We're airing in July, July 11th at eight on Bravo. So, you know, it's, they, they're, they are, the network is proud of us and they, um, they, they want us to do well and they're, they are putting so much behind us and just making sure that everybody knows that we don't play in the pee honey, as we say. <laughs> you don't. Um, I'm, I'm really, there's so like, we just got a memo the other day about all the things that um, we're doing for viewers and for the fans. There's so much awesome, like super cool stuff that we're going to be doing in the next month or so um, to help roll out the show and promote and talk wow. about the show. It involves like the fans. So 
pay attention. Everybody stay tuned for your opportunity to interact with us and talk with us and meet with us. There's so much stuff that the network has done that I'm like really excited about that there. It's like, yes, this is I'm I'm just really happy that we're we're going to get to interact with our fans and and give you all some content to go along with the show. And BravoCon is back right this fall. Are you are you already do you know you're going to be there? We don't know yet. Like they're they're still in the very preliminary stages of trying to figure out like what we're doing and who's going to be there and where it's going to be. I know that it's so much bigger than it was um, the first year that they're having to move it to a much larger venue. I did hear that. So it's it's already shaping up to be huge. And, you know, rightfully so. Like we've all kind of suffered enough. We lived through a pandemic, a panorama yeah. Uh, so like, let's let's do a let's do freaking BravoCon, like, and let's do it right. So I, I hope that I get to go, but I have no idea. Oh my god. Well, Candice, um, I love you. I'm so excited. The season is so good. I I just feel like you guys are the best of the best right now. I feel like you're the top franchise. You might be. You know, maybe you'll come in second place to Real Housewives of Salt Lake City after they do the whole oh, Jen god. Shaw following her. I will be. Watching. Yes, I will be watching that. Yeah. I mean, if that woman doesn't go to jail, she has an incredible attorney. Like, it does not look good. And if, listen, our cousin Teresa went to jail, so I just, I don't see how she gets around it. But, you know, anything is anything is possible. Anything is possible. I just, anything. I hope she doesn't go to jail. I, I just, I hated to see Teresa and Joe go to jail. That was awful. And awful for their daughters. Like, I hated that. So I hope that for whatever reason, by the grace of the gods, that she gets to stay out of prison. But, like... Who says? Well, it, it I mean, if she did truly defraud elderly people, you know, out yeah. of their hard-earned money to basically live this fake yeah. lifestyle, I mean, that's pretty shitty. I, I, with Teresa, I feel bad because she gave her trust to Joe and just right. signed on shit and, and never yeah. thought that he would be doing stuff so illegally. Right. But Jen, it sounds as though she and her business partner absolutely knew these email scams yeah. and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, allegedly, right? Well, yeah. allegedly, we know how that goes. I mean, that's, that's the the beauty, if you will, of a broken judicial system. That it doesn't matter if you're guilty or innocent. It matters, you know, how much money you have to pay for a good lawyer. So, who who knows? I it's 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 I I would love to see like how it all plays out and what because I didn't know anything about her the scam. So I would love to see like how that plays out and like they need to do a what is what was the thing with Erica J? They need to do a hustlers thing. A whole with, documentary. With, that was yes. a whole thing in a whole. Bro- yes. I mean, it wasn't it, it really wasn't as revealing as you think it, it really. I mean, it it features a it features a family that went to Tom essentially and had done this multi-million dollar settlement after their son was in this horrific gas explosion and was like suffered all kinds of burns on his body and they have all the phone conversations of Tom keep delaying their payments and delaying their payments and then some other people just talk about how you know Tom was able to with his power strong arm other attorneys and judges to never prosecute him when he had some fraudulent things in the past it's kind of crazy. It's it's crazy, but it's not like super. I don't feel like you learn a lot more about Erica. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, no. 
Uh, look, we yeah. love you. You can follow Candace. She's all over Twitter, Instagram. The album is going to drop July 11th is season six. We can't wait for all the drama. Uh, your husband, Chris, is amazing. Um, okay, yeah. shout out to you guys. I cannot, I'll be glued. So just love you. Yes. Much it's success. It's good personal story. Lots of good, juicy personal story. Okay, great. Is your mom yeah. going to be back too for a lot of good drama? Oh, yes. She's She can't stay away. I Are you kidding? Wait. I can't wait. Well, they didn't really feature her in season five. So I'm, I'm ready. No, she, she kind of took a backseat. But then, you know, she was like, well, I want to be. She was here every week, every month that we filmed. She was here at least one week a month. She flew Sometimes in for it. She flew in. Yeah. And she has a room in my house. The, the main level master in my house is her room. Wow. She was like, I'm, I'm in on this. I love it. I love that your mom wants to be just as famous. It's hysterical. Oh my God. She, she is more famous than me. (laughs) All right, Candace. Love you. Thank you for being on. Thank you. Talk to you soon. You got it.